Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello, welcome to this special edition of the Jazz Report for Friday, the fourth of February. And <laughs> can I just jump Gabby, in? What is going on? I'm Gabby sorry. was dancing we... <laughs> during the intro and punched her microphone. <laughs> I'm Dom Knight, Gabby Bolte, and Sammy Shah is back Hello. for 2022. Sammy, what did you make of what just happened in the Zoom? Didn't you guys get these mics for free from a sponsor? Is Gabby not beating up your sponsor's gifts now and thus is proving to be ungrateful for the generosity of your sponsor? You could say she's road testing them. (laughs) They say shockproof. On the label, I was just given it a road test. And I can Mm -hmm. confirm I'm still on. I'm still... it's Gabby proof because <laughs> you socked it there. Like that was pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was spun a around. Punch, yeah. I was just trying to dance to the sweet dulcet tones of our fake news intro. Sorry, sorry so, for enjoying the podcast. I'll just go back to being a fucking observer. That's fine. Yeah. Shall yeah. we find out what Sammy Shah is actually talking about right after this? <laughs> sure. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Chaser Report. News you can't trust. Sammy. Mm. Did you have a good did you have a good Christmas and break? So I before I tell you about my Christmas, is this did you guys just come back? Have you been doing episodes without me and no one had bothered to tell me, or are you just did now you, restarting? This is really our first week. Like, yeah, we okay. we had a month of um rehashed uh Rehab. chat with other members of the Chaser about when we were popular and, and successful. Ah, okay. God, I don't listen if I'm not on. No, so yeah, obviously I would have had no idea at all. I don't same, listen same. when I am on. <laughs> I must say our ratings have never been higher. Um. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with the reruns. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I had a wonderful Christmas. I, I, Charles, if you remember, I had told you before going to Christmas that I was going to be watching movies in the cinema mm. and then eating a Chinese dinner mm. alone. And everyone, I got a lot of messages after I put that on the podcast uh, from people saying, we're inviting you to a family dinner. Aww. And we're a lot of lovely people who wanted me to catch COVID with the rest <laughs> of their families, um, basically. And I declined all of those. And I did go to the cinema and I did watch three movies back to back. Wow. Um, I watched Dune. I watched uh, uh, The French Dispatch and I watched Licorice Pizza. Mm. And all three were phenomenal. I had a great time. Then I went and had a Chinese dinner and it was amazing. And my life has been great ever since, basically. I think it turned turned things around for me. Yeah. (laughs) Hang on. So, but did you, and you didn't catch Omicron during the whole... You know what? Okay, I have a theory that I would have possibly have gotten it at some point and been one of those people who's asymptomatic. Because look, let's keep in mind, I have Pakistani genes. Like, I can sneeze out AIDS Mm. and be done with it in an (laughs) afternoon. Mm. Like, fucking COVID's got nothing on me. It attacks the immune system. Please, I was inhaling carbon monoxide at birth. I use cigarettes to clear the lungs, all right? Like, this is where I come from. Mm. I could have had Omicron, died from it and woken up after an afternoon nap and not even known. I really think I was asymptomatic and I've been just super spreader 
for the rest of Melbourne without realising I'm it. glad you say that because that's pretty much the approach of the Modi government as well. That um, Yes. <laughs> that South Asian genes are so bulletproof. They, they were saying initially that you know they had no cases in the whole country for months. Well, I mean, that's the Modi government's approach, which is they have no cases in the whole country. Just don't look at all these massive bonfires that smell of roasting human flesh. And that tends to be his approach to actually all politics and all political issues. Uh, and just like that, you've lost all your Indian sponsors, unfortunately. Uh, You're not thing. going to be sponsored by the Adani coal mine anymore. There was actually, oh, you know, I read the articles about all the giant bonfires. I've been to yes. those bonfires and the smell is, let's just say it's distinct. But um, yes, and it was going is on. Is it like Dom? Is it like roast pork? Because that's what cannibals say, right? Um, Gabby's going to check out. Gabby's going to vomit. <laughs> I was too busy covering my nose so as not mm-hmm. to breathe in little car- caramelized bits of dead people. Basically, oh, fair enough. It's fair a unique enough. experience. I recommend going down next to the the Ganges, the Holy River, best place to get cremated in the whole world, according to Hindu tradition. Yeah, absolutely. And also the best place to just be, develop, um, you know, in, inoculation against all kinds of diseases. One dip in the Ganges and nothing can ever touch I'm you sure again. that's true. You know, you are Superman to every <laughs> virus out there, basically. So, yeah, you know, I'm down with that. No, I, I, I've just basically been avoiding the world the way everyone else has. I've stayed home because I'm paranoid about Omicron mm-hmm. until I got my booster. Now that I'm boosted, I'm kind of venturing out again very cautiously. Yeah, I'm the same. Although, i got to say, I actually did think of you on Christmas. Not that I would never have thought of you on Christmas. Anyways, no, thank you very much. Yes. I'm very Christmassy in my but vibe. I, yes. I did think of you on Christmas because after we did that segment, I then had to isolate over Christmas Day and Boxing Day because um, oh. I was in close contact. So I didn't have COVID, but I had to basically pretend that I had because I had to isolate for seven days. And I went... This can't, no, I'm not going to let this be a depressing day that I can't see my family and I can't right. go and celebrate with my non-religious friends and family on a day that is whatever, fuck, we get each other's mm-hmm. gifts and whatever. Everything's online now anyway. I said, I'm going to take the Sammy Shah approach and I'm just going to watch some movies. And I watched like the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'd never seen any oh, of it. And now I know a all of it. I literally yes. spent two or three whole days just back-to-back superhero movies. I was, like, dreaming that I was, like, okay, fucking Gabby. omnipotent. So, so what was, what's the worst one? Oh, I, well, the one that I didn't watch because I figured it was just a white man fighting people, which is Captain America. I haven't seen that one. Oh, you fool! Yeah, I just no. haven't watched no, that one. Captain America is amazing. The I, worst I just, one is Eternals. I, oh, was, I haven't, seen, I haven't seen that. I thought it was Thor the Dark World. I, that's the only one I haven't seen. Oh, I you know what? Eternals either. is worse than even Thor the Dark wow. World. The first question, Gabby, is what order did you watch them in? Did you watch oh. them in order of release oh, or no, did you watch them in chronological fucked. order? No, there was no logical order. So I wanted to watch Spider-Man because I like Spider-Man. Historically, I've always liked Toby. Maguire and Andrew Garfield. I was on a bit of a thirst trap mission. So I watched The Amazing Spider-Man 1 and 2. Horrible films. And That's then a I went, very low I guess bar. I'll find out what Spider-Man's up to now. So then I watched Spider-Man Homecoming knowing absolutely no context. And then I went, cool. probably should find out the context. I watched Civil War just for the Spider-Man bits. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. I get it now. And then I was like, oh, what happens to Spider-Man after this? Well, chronologically, according to the internet, it was Infinity War and Endgame. So I watched yes. Infinity War and Endgame with zero context. And I was like, oh, that this is pretty just, fucked. You just That's went, like watching the third act of a story without watching act yeah. one and act two. It's a two. whole yeah. new order. It's, this, it's the, the Spider-Man yeah. thirst trap order. Well, see, I, love I, it. I saw the light. I saw the light, right? Because I was really only in it for like Spider-Man's tush, but I had a great time anyway. Have you and seen then, No Way Home is what I yes. meant Mm. Oh my god! I really got on the Spider-Man shit because then but I went on. Are they, but are they in the other movies? They're Spider-Man, in Marvel. 
Yes. But, uh, yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. They're all okay. everything. So, so Charles's, is Charles's yes. confusion. Yes. Charles's confusion stems from the fact that Sony owns the Spider-Man yes, franchise, right. not the not the Marvel. Marvel can, made a, a partnership deal with Sony that Sony gets to keep all of the merchandising rights and all of those things. Mm-hmm. When, whereas Marvel has a certain level of control over the film rights mm-hmm. of Spider-Man, and they get to incorporate Spider-Man. And Marvel and makes to get the movies to be good, which Sony yes. can't do. It's kind of like how exactly. It's kind of like how Gabby and Sammy previously appeared in the Irrational Fear. Cinematic oh, universe. That's true. But that is also, very, no, that's very now true. Part of we this crossed cinematic over. Universe. Yes, we crossed over. And that's even right. Dan crossed over. It's it's very similar, except with much lower budgets. <laughs> it's like, yes, the, that's it's right. like no Gabby way. Gabby is Toby Maguire, and I am Toby Maguire. Am I the basically. first trap? Am I the. <laughs> Charles, the thirst trap doesn't have to ask if they're the thirst trap. It's the answer. So obviously it's Dom. Yeah. But no, but yeah, so then I watched all of those Spider-Men and then I thought, I feel a bit batshit insane. No one's going to think I'm a real fan. So then Mm -hmm. I went back and Mm -hmm. I watched Iron Man 1, 2, 3 and all of the Avengers and mm. one of the Thors because I couldn't get behind did the you, first two. Did you watch Thor Ragnarok? Yes. Oh, that's, that's the one I Which watched. is the, the best. The best one. It's the best movie. Yeah. Until the next one. Well, look, I mean, honestly, you see, here's my thing. Mm. That sounded like, to me, a great holiday. There'd be lots of people who'd be like, oh, that's so sad. No. It's an amazing time. I had a great fucking time. I didn't have to argue with any of my racist yeah. relatives. I didn't have to fucking deal with how's the piano going. Exactly. I didn't have to do any of that. It was great. I mean, yeah, it, that's much better. Though. The, the, the scariest moment in my whole holidays was going to the Chaser Report kickoff meeting. For 2022, <laughs> sitting in close proximity to people from the team, mm. thinking that probably some of them had COVID, which they did. Um, yeah. and are we outing them? Are we are, are we outing who in the Chase Report oh, team got COVID? Oh, are we have. naming and shaming? We've ma- named and shamed them um, several a few weeks ago, but it's trying to sit like just a cup three meters away, but still be part of the conversation. It was genuinely mm-hmm. awkward. Mm. I would have much rather just gone to a movie. No, I loved it. I lived on the high of it. So, but okay, so. We've got that out of the way. Can yes. we can we just talk about politics for a second, Sammy? Because yeah, sure. Yes, the Don't politics of the MCU are fascinating. <laughs> honestly, I'm mutants so versus sorry. non-mutants. I mean, look, like clearly the the military industrial complex is represented by you know by Tony Stark, and then their idealism, <laughs> the American idealism that that runs up against, and how those two are basically then embodied in Spider Man, who is a product of both. Captain America's idealism of the American dream and mm-hmm. Tony Stark's idealism of the ability of the military industrial complex to create change in the world, all of it unified in a young boy from Queens. I want to podcast is about this. Truly exactly what we should be talking yes, about. Yes, and Wakanda. You're 100% right. Wakanda is a fascinating. We exactly. really need a real world and Wakanda. Does, the real question about Wakanda is, does a Black Panther know the price of milk in Wakanda? Because really, if he doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be the king of Wakanda. Yeah. I, just, I just want everyone to know that, like, I know you can't see us, but you, if you could, you could pause the moment where Charles realised his segue got completely derailed. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow wherever you are. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com.
The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. But wouldn't we rather talk about, um, you know, Black Panther, the notion of a technologically advanced civilization actually deciding to use its amazing research for the betterment Mm -hmm. of humanity rather than Scott Morrison, who has achieved very, very little in three years, um, is probably going to be re-elected regardless. Isn't that a more depressing cinematic universe than the Marvel one? Absolutely. Afrofuturism is far more exciting than Australian pastism or whatever we want to call the retrograde Australianism. Here's what I will say about Scott Morrison. I think, nice. and this is, I'm going to be controversial here because if I can't come on the chase and be controversial, what the fuck am I yeah, doing here the in point? the first place, right? Yeah. So I think uh, the current media coverage around Scott Morrison is a big backfire. I think the entire thing about the text messages mm-hmm. is going to make him more appealing and more relatable to the average Aussie because yeah. average Aussies know that all their friends are cunts who will always talk shit about them behind their back. Yep. And everyone right now is looking at Scott Morrison and going, I feel you, brother. Yeah, been there. I can guarantee you this will see a rise in the polls that will not be reflected by the polls because I continue to maintain that polling data is about as accurate as the tarot. But it's going to be the, the thing that actually for the first time has properly set him on the way to winning the next election. The fascinating I, subtext for this, this too is knowing that PVO is, mm. uh, certainly has for a very long time been good mates of Christian Porter, like very good mates of Christian Porter, and thinking where did the text come from? Now, I know Christian Porter, he's it's denied that it was him, but just wonder what the agendas are at play because clearly Duddo's having a bit of a swing in the yes. mix there. Porter's God. probably happy to just sort of... No, but I, I think if we use Sammy's analysis, this is probably an inside job. It's probably... No, it I, I, think, I think it's Morrison backfired. Released the text. It's, backfired. it's backfired. I think genuinely Peter Van Onselen needed to distract from the fact that he's Peter Van Onselen. And at this <laughs> point, that his continued existence as Peter Van Onselen yes. is hurting the Peter Van Onselen brand. Yes. And so he thought... <laughs> Tossing a grenade into a, 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 a proverbial grenade into the National Press Club would be a good way of distracting from that. And I don't think it worked because he is, in the end, Peter Van Onselen mm. and representative of everything that a Peter Van Onselen is yeah. capable of being and doing. That's the exactly. thing that I thought about. I actually thought it was not a comeback for the Liberal Party in any way. I thought it was Peter Van Onselen going, this is my moment. I've had a he really wanted to be Laurie Oaks. That's week. what that was. Yeah, he went, here's my real investigative journalism. Forget dead rape victims' diaries. <laughs> I've brought the text messages my, to the my party. Mate me a text. <laughs> That's right. But I genuinely, genuinely believe that this has engendered sympathy for Scott Morrison more yeah. than it has a vilification. I think it's a but big mistake. But do you mistake. base that on anything other than your own opinion? I wasn't going to vote for Morrison. Since when is there a rule on this podcast? Since <laughs> when is there a rule that any political theory has to be yeah, anyway justified I, I, with facts? I've never researched no, no. a fucking thing. What do you want me to have? Research but, data? <laughs> no, no. I'm just asking. Like, have you had a conversation with anyone this week? Right. No, we're, I don't talk we're... to people. Charles, this this conversation is the first human interaction I have had in weeks. And, <laughs> and and it's already way too much for me. I'm not enjoying parts of it. I want out now. Yeah, like it is being too know. stressful. I just I just want to know when Charles is gonna unzip his skin suit to reveal Laura Tingle. I don't know why all of a sudden such a Why we're pretending like he's yeah, exactly. yeah. Or is it actually Peter Van Hanselen in a Charles suit? <laughs> He came for me. He's like, Gabby, I heard you've been talking shit. I really have brought up his shit this whole time. But I, I don't know. I mean, my, my sense is that um, the polls are somewhat accurate, certainly at this point, given the number, sheer number of stuff-ups and the ruined summer yes. that we've all had. I kind of am wondering how many people are out there going, yeah, we want more of this guy. 
<laughs> is that fair? I mean, it's just yes, but that's basic not competence has to come sim- in at some point, doesn't it? One of the things that I saw that showed me just how far afield we are from reality, uh, the political class, the journalistic class in Australia is, there was an opinion column published in, I believe, either the ABC or The Age, uh, which said that Australians can forgive corruption and they can forgive, you know, negligence, but they cannot forgive incompetence. And that is the biggest masturbatory nonsense I've ever heard. Because if you look at most Australian achievements right now in the last decade, I wrote that up here. Was it Eddie Obeid by any chance? <laughs> I, you know, I'll, I'll have to look it up. I can't remember, but I'm, I'm sure there was like uh, it was someone who's gets who's paid out of my corrupt. columns. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. But it's just this this thing where we all assume it was Angus everyone Taylor. has gone. Yeah, exactly. That would be a more likely yeah. subject for that. But we all assume we, you know, we're at this point now where Australians are sick to death of Scott Morrison and the Liberal Party government, and I think they're sick to death of the Liberal. Party government, but I think we're underestimating how much appeal a bland man in khaki pants has yeah. for the average Aussie. Yeah, I he's really just do. a real bloke, you know. Yeah. I also buy those pants from Lowe's for two for one. You know, exactly. I too don't know how much bread costs. I don't know how much bread costs. Yeah. I'll be very honest. I just no, go through it in the fucking no, bag. I, I'm living high on Patreon money. What the fuck do I care? I reckon. I reckon your thinking is like two months old. Because I reckon mm. he, I reckon Scott Morrison has gone from being the daggy dad that everyone mm. wants to elect mm. to being the creepy uncle. I reckon there's been a shift where you just go, uh. nah, he's a bit of a creep. It, like he's sort of this sort of awful but, creepy. But, but Charles, look at majority of the voting population who tends to vote for Liberal Party and and stuff. Right? It's not us. It's gonna be rich creepy uncles yep. in outer suburbs. Oh, yeah, rich yeah, creepy yeah. uncles no, in inner suburbs. Sign up the creepy and, uncle vote. Yeah, yeah, and poor creepy uncles in country towns. And so basically, yeah. the creepy uncle vote is a massive but, part of the Australian yeah, but, voting. But, we, but women exist. What do they? What do they? I don't what know. Do I keep. The, there's a there's a panel on the screen that says Gabby Bolt, but there's no one in it clearly. So I, I don't know what you're talking about. I was a puppet about. for the CCP, and here I am, like a real woman. I'm a I real just woman. Know, is he going to get dumped? Because it, it seems from all the backgrounding going on and the leaking going on that there are certainly people who think he's toast. We need to do the, the old Australian tradition of, of switching him out before the poll. Mm. Who for whom? Yeah. Because Josh Frydenberg's the only option. It can't be Peter Dutton. I'm sure Peter Dutton thinks Peter Dutton's the only option. Of course <laughs> he, he can't does. Count, famously. <laughs> I would yeah, just, but- I honestly, and it won't happen. It's really wishful thinking. I just kind of wish they'd throw like the next person they hire, like first day on the job. Mm. They're like, congrats, you now work for the Liberal Party. By the way, you're Prime Minister. You're the Prime Minister. Yes, I would exactly. love to see that. I just think that actually yeah. has a 100% chance of being better than any of the other options. <laughs> it could be you, Gabby. If you could just say, I'm Andrew Bolt's daughter. They It'd wouldn't work. do any research or check anything. It'd just be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, Except you're a woman. Another thing I want to raise to you, Sam, is, is that tweet. Mm-hmm. You know the tweet. Wait, my tweet or yeah, Scott your tweet? tweet. Oh, what? Which your one? Tweet. Oh, well, that's the question I have for you. Which, billi- which billionaire are you going to eat? Oh, oh that tweet. The tweet that went basically on the front page of Reddit of oh, mine. No. Uh, and, and, but I didn't post it there. Someone else posted there. Got it all got all the Reddit gold off of a screenshot of my tweet. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm still toiling in the doldrums of Reddit. Rude. Um 
I tweeted out ages ago a dumb joke like you do on Twitter at two o'clock in the morning yep. when you've had a few drinks is something along the lines of like, you know, if we eat just one billionaire, all the rest will fall in line. Now, I tweet out a thousand things a week and I'll never understand why some of them go viral and why some of them don't because that is not one of my best tweets. <laughs> by, by, by far. I, I think the one in which I, I think the tweet a few weeks ago in which I managed to piss off the entire, B, uh, you know, boycott, divest, BDS uh, program in all of Australia and somehow be called a pro-apartheid, anti-Palestinian activist was my best work because um, it was just fucking entertaining. But I think that that tweet somehow going viral has well, become my way to a cash cow. Maybe, but maybe people mm-hmm. smelt the burning flesh Come on. of the <laughs> Come in on. India and yeah. got a taste for billionaires. I'll tell you what, it's a that's fucking day true. for segues today. <laughs> I, just thought, I just thought, here's, a, here's, an, here's an amazing idea for a cooking show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what I've done is I want to fund that cooking show. So I have now minted that tweet and put it out as an NFT. And you can bid on the tweet and uh, eventually I might make $5 off it, which I'm not going to have. It's not going to happen. But still, I thought it was funny. And so who would would you choose out of all the billionaires? That's my question. The first first one to make the others fall in line, you mean? I mean, Jeff, Jeff Bezos... Would be a bit stringy, wouldn't he? Mm. See, he would have been a lot more delicious when he was younger, when he had a little bit... He was still a little bit, like, you know, um, Mm. out of shape and thus a little softer and stuff. He's now doing that whole NFT bro kind of workout regime, clearly, where it's no protein, it's all... Sorry, it's just protein. He must smell terrible. He's got 0% body fat. He wears sweater, you know, sweater vests all the time. A soup. You could probably boil his bones in a soup. I mean, Elon Musk wouldn't taste bad because... He's, South African food is amazing. Yes. And it really yes. has some great flavors to it and stuff. So he's not bad. Um, I, I mean, I say we start with the old school. Yeah, we go yeah. all the way Buffett. back to Bill Gates. Oh, oh, no, no. I was going to go Bill Gates. Bill you know, Gates, the yeah. first The first celebrity billionaire for in our generation. He would, and, tra- he would taste like mutton. Because oh. I think... Because they mm. isn't isn't there a slight lamb flavor to you um, know what it tastes like in the seven you can get those recipe books of like what people used to cook in the seventies where oh, it was a lot of awful. gelatinous stuff yeah, yeah. Oh. Well, basically it, it was be, boiled offal and jelly yeah oh. and just maybe a little bit of salt and no pepper that's what Bill Gates would taste Come like on. <laughs> guys and we, Dom by the way Dom is so lost in thought I think he's actually come up with a recipe I'm he's just, actually I'm just pondering the other I mean there's uh, the one that I think would be an interesting option in, is Kanye because he is a billionaire now yeah and I just think I mean he'd want something really creative and different wouldn't he mm. he'd want to be mm. alive or something oh, is he a billionaire or is he a millionaire though? supposedly a billionaire they say yeah. Yeah, but oh. he says that shit all the time. What about... He so, doesn't prove it. What about someone yeah. homegrown like Clive Palmer? Oh, he just tastes like a bad meat pie. He tastes yeah. like, like only the fat of a chop. Yeah. Like, like yeah. That's all right. the, No, because the thing about eating chops is you cut no. the fat off. No. no, Gabby, you no, sear the fat and then yes. you cut it off and eat it, and it's a whole separate part of the cuisine. Oh, right. You're okay, missing sorry. out, trust me. Sorry, but I've just only, the fat I've is horrible. I've only enjoyed horrendous. chops the way divorced dads cook them, so like, <laughs> I don't actually know how they taste at all. As, as a divorced dad, I take offense to that statement. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, I should have specified white divorced dad. That, oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Jerry Harvey's interesting. The federal government would probably pay you to cook Jerry Harvey. Yeah, he but he would taste so bad. He There's no like that would be that would be stringy chicken. No, I'm I don't know. I'm still I, I think look, 
in the end, we're missing the original point of my tweet, which was that it doesn't matter which one you eat yes. or how you eat it. It's yes. to send a message to yes. the others. Here's the no. thing, though. Here's the one thing I don't think you've accounted for in this tweet and its ideology, mm-hmm. Sammy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All of these people have fucking fucked egos. So if they hear word that one of their own got eaten, their first thought will not be, oh, fuck, I might be a bit worried that I might get eaten. No, their first thought would go, brilliant, less competition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if Jeff Bezos got eaten, yeah, you know that Elon Musk would be going, and Elon Musk would immediately buy the NFT yeah. of that dish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. or they'd go, I demand to be number two, make this happen. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe they'd self-fund it because they would have already uploaded their entire conscience, every, whatever's left of it, to the And Richard anyway. Branson would be trying to make you eat him. If you can make it half price, maybe. <laughs> Richard Br- Branson would say, eat me, but you got, it's got to be vegan. Oh, fuck. The ultimate irony would be if someone actually buys my the NFT of my tweet for a billion dollars, thus rendering me a billionaire oh, and then shit. forcing me to be on the menu, yeah. which would really teach me a lesson. So please do that. Self-prophesize. <laughs> Definitely teach me a lesson. If you manifest, you can achieve. <laughs> Is this going to be the conversation that finally gets the Chase Report into a massive outrage scandal? Because I'm surprised we've avoided it thus far. I mean, I feel like discussing cannibalism in depth yeah. probably will be the thing that pisses a lot of people oh, no. off. I don't know. I think cannibalism's coming back in, isn't it? Yeah, I think it you're right. Ever in? When? <laughs> when was that a trend? Is there something hey, that listen, happened in the seventies that the, I don't know no, about? During the last seventeen seventies, Captain Cook was uh, was oh, you know. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, no, I yeah. forget. Tasmania. <laughs> Tasmania has a rich tradition of cannibalism. Oh, come yeah, on. one that needs to be revived. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. Get behind Chase's new uh, Get Up campaign. Bring cannibalism back. The Captain Cook cookbook. That's the title of the podcast. (laughs) Our gear is from Rode Microphone. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. Sammy, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me back. <laughs> I, I miss these conversations. I miss our attempts to destroy society. Yes. I don't want to eat you, even if you do become a billionaire off that tweet. That's yeah. the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me, Tom. And guys, Thank I'm just you. gonna I'm gonna go marinate on that thought. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.